Jemima and today I'll be narrating the track that leads you home. This story is suited for ages 10 plus. I give you the track that leads you home. Hurry up Sophia. Miss Marina won't be pleased if we're late. Coming! Sophia declared. The clamorous chorus of school bells marked the end of the day as the sun glistened through the trees, blinding everyone's sight as they paced together the jam-packed area. Into a tapered corridor through a set of steps stood a campus the size of a colossal, painted with shades of brown and guarded with arrows of pine which featured rows of pavement. The clock struck four in the afternoon. Two girls who wore red checkered pinafores with black blazers invaded the gates of the campus. They soon came to a stop as a middle-aged woman with a blunt blonde bob proceeded towards them. You girls don't be late again for supper. The lady shrieked in a coarse manner. The pair voice curdled in fear and entered through a rusty door, which accompanied masses of girls who seemed to be between the ages of 9 to 12. Sophia and Lucy filled their hands with blobs of soapy liquid and rinsed it off with droplets of water before briskly making their way back to their beds and snuggled in tight as they heard the dinner bell ring. Dinner's up, lazy pups. A clatter of conversations vibrated the air as a swarm of girls stood in a line, hungry to be fed, even though the food there was not the best. Today's menu was quite the same as the past few years, baked bean salad and onion rings. Sophia and Lucy accumulated a tray of food and headed to a circular table in a faraway corner. The pair took to their seats and gobbled up their food. Lucy, I have an idea. After your 120 ideas of craziness, this one's no exception. Trust me, this, this one lets us down our parents with a visit. A shock of puzzlement became visible in the girl's face. She whispered in a soft tone, then stood up as a girl with braided pigtails emerged near Lucy. Hurry up, Lucy, five minutes until the second serving of potato gravy is closed. No discernible sound emerged from the girl's voice, who just sat there daydreaming of her cousins thinking of no doubt crazy thoughts. A million questions raced through her head. How were we going to pull it off? What if the matron finds out? Is this even possible? In every perspective you viewed, the room descended with utter silence as midnight soon approached. In the rows of closed eyes, a bleep of eyes unfastened. Twelve appeared on the clock. The pair, in the most silent way possible, streamed down from their beds and onto the cool towels which ran shivers down their spine. The pair soon escorted themselves into the most accessible entryway. With a combination of fear and excitement, the pair took the first spring into the outside world, which mounted a scenery of a black sky with a gleaming sphere of white, which gazed across the horizon. The girls then sauntered into a thick haze of plants, which hosted thousands of blooming orchids, until a voice much familiar echoed. You girls get back here now! A lady with a turquoise nightgown exclaimed in fury and raged towards them. The girls soon sprinted with trepidation towards a narrow field path, where they halted for protection. Close one. They chorused in symphony. They emerged at a snail's pace, which brought them to a set of tracks marked in the dirt. The pair assessed the piece with eyes wide open. So, don't you think we should follow it and see where it ends up? With a pleasant shock of her own, the girl's cousin was now nestled on the dirt ground in a curve, mesmerised in a deep sleep. Oh, good night, sir. The, horizon bathed the, the sun bathed the horizon with splashes of sunshine against the contrasting scenery of vanilla orchards.
Wake up, sleepyhead. We need to follow the tracks. A high-pitched voice vibrated in the air. Sophia's eyes adjusted to the morning light and used the back of her knuckles to steady herself up. The pair then strolled with springs of joy alongside the tracks. After hours of persistent walking, the pair soon came to a broad pathway. The view hosted captivating scenes with picturesque structures bound with domes of ceramic tile, much more charming than the ones in the boarding school. The pair hurtled across the trees, which was soon met by an alleyway, which displayed the words Florence, Italy, in a crisp print font. Luffy and Sophia locked eyes in melody and twirled in excitement. The girls' families had originated there in Florence. Sophia nudged her hand into her inner pocket, which hosted 100 euro coins, which had been given by her mother. They briskly terminated their way inside San Lorenzo's famous pizzeria, which infused aroma. They made their way to a corner table, with embellished with two velvet tablecloths. The two took to their seats and rattled into a conversation. Sophia, don't you ever think how parents might react when they hear? Cheap pepperoni pizzas. A, boy, a young boy exulted in the middle of the conversation, then altering it onto the table. Enjoy! He added in a sarcastic manner before walking back into the cafeteria. The two relished and savoured the pizzas in a short time. As they headed towards the door, the pair were intercepted by the older gentleman who, soon, who stood gleaming behind the counter and questioned, Are you, Are you girls to visit? As the conversation continued, the reason for their visit became apparent. The two visibly noticed the men intrigued in deep thoughts and who shortly came up with the query. You girls belong to the Mazarine family. Yes, yes, came the reply, devoted in symphony. Would you be able to direct us to their address? Further up the street. The man swiftly farewelled them as they headed down the street with utter joy, soon to be met by their family. There is truly no place like home sweet home.